Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, us weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and I cannot wait to be back later this week recapping the premiere of The Bachelorette. I may or may not have seen it, and it's pretty good, you guys. I'm very intrigued. There's a lot to discuss and a lot of shade being thrown and a lot just going on in Bachelor Nation. So we'll be back later this week with a full recap and hopefully some time with Gabby and Rachel if all goes well. But for today, I wanted to play with you a recent chat I had with Becca Tilly who you obviously know from Crystal's and Ben Higgins' seasons of The Bachelor. In case you missed it, Becca recently revealed that her girlfriend and partner is Haley Kiyoko, who is a musician who she's actually been dating for the last four years, but it's been under wraps. And um, she kind of goes into that and how it's been almost like an open secret, but what it meant for her to go public and come out and everything that went into their decision and how their relationship is now. And also some fun stuff about The Bachelor. And she gives her opinion of what she thinks is going to happen this season. And we played Bachelor Regrets, which it's been way too long since I pulled out one of those. And overall, I just think it's a really fun chat. And Becca's always great to talk to. So we'll be back with a full Bachelorette recap later this week. But today, here's Becca Tilly. Becca Tilly, it's been a minute and a lot has happened since I spoke to you, not really in your personal life, but for all of us to be clued in. Um, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? I am good. And I'm so excited to talk to you about everything that's been going on behind the scenes. I know. I'm trying to think. I talked to you like kind of a little bit. I mean, soon before. I, yeah, I think it was March, actually. I think it was yeah. March. Oh, so it was a couple months before. Yeah. A couple yeah. months. And I obviously, as you know, I'm a loyal, loyal scrubber. So I've been, you know, hearing and listening and watching yeah. from afar for a while in addition <laughs> to this job. So very happy for you. Thank you. Um, and I want to get into your relationship and everything you've been up to. But of course, I want to start off by asking you about a recent fundraiser you did with the Trevor Project. Can you tell us weekly what the Trevor Project is and how the fundraiser went and all that stuff? Yeah. So I um, flew out to New York for um, an event with Kiehl's and the Trevor Project. And I, you know, when I went public with my relationship, I kind of knew that all of a sudden I would be um, considered for these types of events, you know, like being part of the community. Hold on. My dog needs to sit on the desk with me. It's what she does. She's working, a working girl. He's working too. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I, Oh, bless you. I knew I had, I knew that it was going to be like conversations of being very specific of who I was working, like who I wanted to work with and be affiliated with. And, um, Kiehl's was really transparent about their work with the Trevor project. And they, you know, this event, this fundraiser specifically was for pride month, but they work 
and support the Trevor project all year round, which was really cool to me. Like it wasn't just a June thing. It just wasn't a pride month thing. It was, um, something that they, an organization that they support year round. And the Trevor project, I was talking to, um, some of the people that work for the Trevor project at the event. And I got so emotional talking to them because I was like, what they do is so crucial for so many people. And I've been very fortunate. I've had so much support and love surrounding me throughout this process. And even since the beginning of my relationship, which was, you know, four years ago. And so many people don't have that support in their life. And the Trevor project offers that to people who don't have it. And I was just, I was telling them like how necessary it is to have an organization like the Trevor project that is a safe space for people. So Um, working with Kiehl's and doing that event was, it was honestly such an honor for that to be my first official pride event and being, you know, the host of the party and the fundraiser was really cool. And I just, I was just proud to be there. Honestly, I was proud to be surrounded by so many people that are doing that have been doing so much work in the community and, um, like being there to be a part of it and support it was really cool. Yeah. What was it like for, I mean, it was the end of May when Haley released her music video and you posted all your hidden content and (laughs) kind of let the world in on the secret that you guys had been dating. And then pride was right around the corner. Was that a coincidence one? And two, what was it like to kind of then jump right into like pride events? It, to be honest, it kind of was a coincidence in the sense of timing because Haley released the video, um, at the end of May and I had never, you know, I was never like, Oh, if, and when I come out with Haley, it's going to be during pride month. You know, I think it just happened to fall into that line. And, um, I think when we went public and I felt the love and support and just felt so, um, overwhelmed by that. It was, it was exciting to kind of go into pride month and, um, have these opportunities. And, you know, I was very specific with my team of like, okay, we're not just going to, I'm not all of a sudden just going to say yes to every single thing I was, you know, I wanted to make sure I was working with companies who are supportive of the LGBTQ plus community outside of the month of June. And, um, so it was cool though. I, I feel it felt really cool to be welcomed into it. And I, especially at the kills event, I really felt that energy in the room of just like this love and welcoming to everyone. Cause not everyone who was at the event was part of the community, but they're all allies. They're part, you know, they have family or friends who are there. And, um, I just, I got so emotional when I was giving my speech because I was just looking in the room thinking like this room is so full of love and people who have been through so much and still show up for people and show up for each other. And, um, it's a really beautiful community of people. You've mentioned obviously getting a lot of support. I'm sure you've heard from people that you know personally and don't know personally. Has anyone surprised you that you've kind of connected with through through this experience? Oh, I mean, I think the thing that really stood out to me the most was like the realization of, I knew that so many people knew, you know, cause we were, you know, Haley and I would go to events and weddings and stuff together and I will always introduce her as my girlfriend. And so I think, I think the thing that stood out the most to me, of course, there were so many people that, you know, reached out to me that maybe I haven't talked to in a long time, but I was just overwhelmed that so many people, especially from like the bachelor world and people who knew about our relationship had respected it up until the point that I was ready to say it. 
And even people like you who do your job and you're like in journalism, like so many of y'all knew about it and no one, everyone gave me that respect, which I think was the most over, like that was the most, that was the biggest thing where I was like, wow, that was so cool. Like people are cool. <laughs> no, that is cool. That's a nice way to look at like the humanity of people too. Um, yeah, in dark times, good. especially because <laughs> not long after this, like the Rebel Wilson thing happened where there was a journalist overseas that like threatened to out her and stuff like that. And that's something from our perspective that we would never do. But it is an interesting yeah. line because we're reporting on people's love lives all the time. Like it's an interesting thing. But I think that that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm really grateful. I I really felt for Rebel Wilson when I heard about that because my experience was so different. And um, I'm really grateful for that specifically. Um, I know a huge part of one of the reasons you were being private was also just because once you let social media in, people have opinions, no matter what kind of relationship mm -hmm. it is, um, and are going to be tracking, you know, have been the last time they posted. And that's like bachelor people specifically like <laughs> crazy yeah. with that. Have you experienced any of that yet? And are you like worried about that weird part of it? Or are you just like, it doesn't matter what people are tracking. <laughs> I think that was <laughs> the tracking. Um, yeah. I think that that was a huge part of the timing of wanting to wait because, um, I'm very much, I'm so, I think both Haley and I are so confident and strong in our relationship that I don't feel pressure to post, you know, I'm just kind of like, if something funny happens or, you know, we go, I made like a cute little reel from our 4th of July, you know, weekend trip. And if it's like, we have something that I want to post, I post it, but I don't feel that sense of pressure. And of course there's always going to be people. I, I, I always knew that if we went public, it would be like, we want more, you know, when's, mm -hmm. what's the next step, you know, yeah. when are y'all getting married? And the, it's always like, there's that need for more. And I do it too. I mean, I think when you are invested or interested in someone's life in all aspects, especially love specifically people, um, I, with the best intention, I think are just rooting for, for you to succeed. And I just take that with a grain of salt and try not to like ever let it put pressure on me or my relationship. Um, but I do think because of the four years, there was a lot of practice of, um, not really being on anyone else's time frame. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But you did. I mean, the 95p nickname did come from the question of what is the percent percentage that you'll end up with your current partner or whatever the question was. <laughs> and that I feel like then stuck. So then it's kind of associated with, I guess, end up, was it married or end up that people that they asked? I, I mean, it's such a blur because I, it was during our live podcast in San Francisco and it was like a truth or drink game. Right. And Haley was in the audience. And so I was just like, I could feel her eyes like burning into me when the question was asked. And like that game is fast, you know, it's not, you can't think for too long. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's natural that people are like, what's the percentage now? Or what's the next step? Cause I really, I set myself up for that one. <laughs> so, a little bit, you know, I, I did my best, but there were some things that are just like, it's out there. Yes, it is. <laughs> well then to transition into that question, you can say as little as you want. Do you guys talk about marriage? What does your ideal future look like? Is it just like, you know what? We're good. We'll, we'll, that's private. We'll figure it out. Or how do you answer that question now? Yeah, I think we're both just like enjoying this part of our relationship, which is, you know, being public and um, open with the world and social media. And like, I think we're both really happy and content. And I know that we both want to be with each other. And I don't know what that looks like, like uh, specifically, but 
we're just, we're in a really good place and happy. And that's, um, I mean, I, I think that's really the main focus for us both right now. I know you're close with your sisters. Um, does Haley met your family? Does everybody get along on that front? Yeah. My Haley is like really super close. My sis, my younger sister specifically. And then my older sister, Katie, who lives in, um, Louisiana. So, you know, when she's out here, we've like gone to visit them and, um, we've like gone to Louisiana and stayed with my sister. And then my younger sisters live here. The other one just moved to Colorado, but everyone's close. And, um, it's really fun to have that dynamic, especially, you know, both of my sisters are part of the community and having that, um, navigating that, having them was really, really important to me. And I am so grateful that everyone gets along in that regard. A hundred percent. Um, what are some of your favorite things about Haley? You know, I, there's so many things I love about Haley and we're so different. So I've always thought I wanted someone who, you know, was like me. And, um, I think sometimes in some regards that makes it easier, but I'm in the time that we've been together, I've learned how much I love our differences because the things where I don't consider myself necessarily strong in, she excels in. you know, she's so driven and she's so passionate and she's, um, she's so communicative and I have always really been, I kind of shut down in the face of adversity or confrontation. And, uh, she's really inspired me to like, learn how to communicate my feelings and, and understanding that communicating your feelings, isn't you being confrontational. It's just meeting someone in the middle and being able to express your needs. And, um, I just, I just am honestly so inspired by who she is as a person and what she's, what she does. She's so talented. She like can do anything and everything. And, um, yeah, I could go on and on. I'm, I'm just like really proud of her and proud to, I'm really proud of our relationship and, um, just she's awesome. Uh, was she a bachelor fan or was the music <laughs> video because you were the bachelor part of this relationship? No, no, no. She is a bachelor stan. Really? <laughs> I didn't know. Like I, when we first met, um, she totally acted like she had no idea. Like she kind of casually mentioned, I think she said that she had watched like, um, Rachel Lindsay season. And so I was like, Oh, then, I mean, that's really, I, all the, all the time will run into people and they're like, Oh, I didn't watch your season. Or I just started watching, you know, Hannah Brown season. And I'm never offended by that at all. How dare you not go back and watch? (laughs) I'm like, please don't go back and watch actually. Um, And so then later on, I found out she had in fact watched both of the seasons I was on. So she loves the show. And honestly, it's, it's become, I never was like a huge, like I watched it after I was on it. And, but then kind of, I wasn't like consistent every Monday every Monday that shows on now we are sitting there and analyzing it. And I'll, you know, I'm, I'm watching it from a different perspective because I like being on the show, I can kind of go, Oh, that sounds like maybe a producer asked that question or phrase that question. And she, cause she'll get so upset. And I'm like, like it's not real. It's okay. <laughs> it's real. It's just like, Hey, this is like a lot of footage edited down for a hour and a half. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, it's been what, seven, eight years since you were on crystal season. What would you tell that Becca now, if you could talk to her? (laughs) (laughs) 
I would, uh, I would probably say buckle up <laughs> and be prepared for anything. Okay. I wish, okay. I honestly wish I could just like go back and kind of just say, relax. Like it's not that serious. Like this is going to be such an amazing experience and just enjoy the ride. And, um, don't be so stressed about what other people think. That's good. And you met obviously lifelong friends. You were at Jojo and Jordan's wedding. How was that? I know Haley was with you. You look gorge. How was that? It was perfect. Like I, I tell, I will sometimes just text Jojo and be like, I wish we could relive that weekend again. And she's like, same. It was so beautiful. The details, everything was immaculate. And then Jojo was just so I remember standing up there watching, they were just, Jordan and Jojo were just like giggling at each other. And I remember watching them thinking like, I can't believe this all happened from this show that we were all crazy. What a crazy turn of events. Like that I met Jojo while we were dating the same guy. And then she went on to find Jordan and that I was standing there at their wedding. It was a really cool, like full circle moment. And, um, it was beautiful. And I'm so happy for them. And such a long time coming for them. I feel like I spoke to her so many times in the last two years. Like, what's the wedding update? She was like, I'm still working on it. Like, stop asking me in the nicest Jojo way possible. Right. But they got thrown so many curveballs with COVID. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm I'm like happy that they can now focus on their building houses and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. What they like to do. Build houses. The usual. Um, did you talk to Colton at all when he was coming out and all that, um, was going on? Cause I think, you know, he was on your podcast yeah. and offline. Did you guys connect about any of this stuff? No, actually we never did. And, um, when he came out, I was really happy for him. I obviously coming out, his situation was very different being the lead and being the bachelor. And he navigated, um, a little more than me, like publicly in that regard. Um, but no, we never talked. And, um, I think, I think most people knew about it, but I think unless I brought it up, no one really brought it up to me. <laughs> yeah. It kind of makes sense. Again, people <laughs> yeah. like were respectful and just like nice and to you, which is good. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I would just like break the ice, you know, if it, if it felt like they definitely know and they don't want to say anything, I would just say something like, Oh yeah, my girlfriend Haley. And then it like, Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I know you said Haley likes the show, so you're going to keep watching. Are you intrigued by this um, Gabby Rachel situation? What are your thoughts going in? I'm excited. It it so far looks like it's not a competition. They are seemingly best friends from everything they're telling us. (laughs) Seemingly best friends. And um, I know there, I saw a trailer and it looked like one of them said, a guy said like, sorry, I came here for Gabby or something. That was the only thing where I was like, Oh no, you know, but I think everyone was so concerned about them being pitted against each other that they like took that into consideration. Like we're, we're kind of out of that, um, era of like competing with other females. So I'm glad they, um, took that into consideration. Hopefully the rest of the season is more. So we're just getting to watch two love stories. Yeah. I kind of want one to flip flop just for the drama. As long as no one takes it too seriously. You know, they're going to do that. You better. There's going to be a flip flop or I, I think my personality, if I was either of them, like, even if I wasn't necessarily into a guy who chose the other one, I'd be like, do I, do I like him? Right. Like you can't want what you can't have or Like what if they're being super cute? And then you're like, but I got stuck with these duds. (laughs) Seriously. Like what if, what if one of them gets the duds and one of them gets like the fun batch, but hopefully they both have like a nice mix of like 
fun, good guys. Yeah. That's all we can hope for. Did you it also that? goes into the way they cast that show, which is in theory for the lead, but they are two very different girls. So I don't know how that happened either. I... All I know and what I can guarantee is that it's going to be absolute chaos and entertainment. (laughs) Absolutely. And I mean, there's always talk about The Bachelor and diversity and inclusion and what what they should be doing, what they will do. I mean, as you're a fan of the show, you've been on the show. Do you think that an LGBTQ story or um, lead on that show would work? Do you think it makes sense that they haven't. Do you think it's like, where do you stand on any of that? Um, Well, I know they did that in Australia. I think they had a bachelorette who was bisexual. Um, And I just saw like a few clips on TikTok. I didn't watch the season or anything, but it looked like it was pretty well done and done in a very respectful way. Um, I mean, you know, the one thing that I have learned in my life so far is that you really can't make everyone happy. And I, I do think that and they did this with Demi and, um, Christian when oh, right. on bachelor in paradise, there was that storyline. They opened up that conversation. And I think if they do it in a way that's respectful and, and just like normalizes, um, mm-hmm. same sex relationships, I think there's a way that it can be done. I, I just worry that, you know, it turns into something that's, that's, I just never want it to be done in a way that we go backwards. So, um, I hope that one day that's an option and that they consider that. But I also, I also wonder like, what would that look like for everyone in the house? You know, like, Oh, could we get some love connections? (laughs) Like sign me up for that. That'd be amazing television. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I mean, it would be great TV because I mean, you're all living in a house together. It's like how, how could it not happen if people were having connections, but we'll see. I mean, they're doing it in other places. So maybe, maybe we'll see that here one day. And it, it's funny with you bring up Demi and Christian. I feel like people were more upset that she wasn't on the show beforehand than anything else. Like that was the drama was that they brought in a random person. It was like, yeah. there are rules in paradise. It's like, yeah. are there? <laughs> that was interesting. And then <laughs> you're right. People were upset people about People were that. more upset about anything. The only thing people were upset about was the fact that she had like a person at home that then got to come and it was like, yeah. why are you here? And it was kind of just to enter. I don't know. That was an interesting move by the show and everyone involved. But that was, I feel like the only drama was she, this isn't yeah. my bachelor contestant here. <laughs> and I, I do appreciate the effort of like them having that storyline on the show, even though, yeah, it didn't quite, it felt a little forced because she was not part of, you know, the bachelor world, but um, yeah, I think, I think it's mostly important to show like the age old saying love is love, you know, like just sh- show it people having the chance to date and fall in love with each other, as opposed to making it like a spectacle thing. Yeah. hundred percent. I think the new season of love is blind is supposedly all women. So I think that will be great entertainment what? and hopefully love <laughs> here. Like the new U S version. Yeah. I'm pretty sure season three of Netflix is all, um, I think it's I'm 99% sure it's all women. They're going to fall in love so fast. <laughs> it's going to be like the fastest forming in the pods ever. <laughs> I'm, it'll be good. I think. Yeah. It'll be, I mean, yeah, I love that. I don't think I've ever played bachelor regrets with you. And I just did a few. They're really easy. Yeah. And I, but I played it with, like, with everyone. I don't know how I've never played it with you. We've never played this. I don't think we have. And I did do a little bit of a deep dive on YouTube, but then I was like, we don't need to go down this road <laughs> to get specifics for things that happened Thank eight years you, ago, but Sarah. I have a few. 
Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, let's go. Okay. The first one is, do you have any clothing or hair regrets from your time on The Bachelor? Absolutely. I, my hair was like yellow on Chris's season specific. Actually, one of the seasons, my hair is like yellow. I don't know which one. Um, okay. Clothing. I think it's Ben. <laughs> you're like, yeah. <laughs> I just was watching. I was Actually, just Googling. I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. I think it's Ben. Um, anyways, that was not okay. great. Um, and then, I mean, clothing is so hard because at the time it was, I felt like my clothes were very, um, stylish, but now when I look back, I'm like, Oh wow. <laughs> what was she doing there? But, um, I also on Christmas season, I borrowed clothes from my friend Brandy and, bought like forever 21 dresses. Cause I had no money. And I was like, I, even if I had money, what if I go home the first night, you know, like jokes yeah. on me, I was there for the whole time. And literally I think wore my final outfit on my final date. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely I still, I look back at clothes from like two years ago and I'm like, oof. so seven years ago, it's, there's a lot of regrets, <laughs> but that red long sleeve dress that was red, right? I like that one still. Oh, wait, my, my, the one I got dumped in. Yeah. Yeah. It was really That's a great. Dress. It was a beautiful dress. Yeah. It was like classy though. You know, it was like, I, and I do feel like those types of dresses have a little more longevity in terms of holding up style wise. Um, but mostly I'm referring to kind of like my dates and okay. those things. All right. That, yeah. That dress works. And it was a classed <laughs> up the barn. Um, <laughs> Do you regret going on a season that would have potentially have you moving to Iowa? No, I don't have regrets, but I don't have regrets because I was very open and honest about my, uh, you know, where I stood in terms of being in love and would I actually move there immediately? Um, so I don't have regrets about that because I think that I was very true to my feelings about it. I, I don't know that I actually would have ended up there, but also Chris was very much like, I don't have to be in Iowa all year round. So there right. was never that pressure of like, I'll be stuck in Iowa forever, but no, I don't regret that. When was the last time you spoke to Chris souls? I saw him at Ben's wedding. Oh, so nice. he was at Ben Higgins wedding, which was in November. And we, I talked to him for a while, said, Hey, and we chatted and introduced him to Haley and took photos with him and Ben as one does. As one and, does. Um, yeah, it was, I, I mean, I love seeing Chris and he's, his laugh like makes me laugh still. So, oh. um, he's, it was good to see him. Um, when I was doing my research, um, reminding myself of your seasons on the show, um, there's a lot of fan edits about you and Chris Souls on YouTube. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, I remember someone, I think actually my best friend, Laura, who nominated me for the show sent me, it was like a really dramatic one. I can't remember what song it is, but it was like really deep. Oh, it was, um, say something that song, like oh. say something I'm giving up on you. And I was like, Oh my God, this guy, like all of a sudden I'm watching it, like feeling emotional. And I'm like, wait, that was me. I was there. Yeah. Um, That's yeah, there were, that was definitely a fan edit. <laughs> there's a lot still on there all from like seven years ago. I don't think anyone's making new ones hopefully, but there's still a lot that live on YouTube, which are, I was like, Oh wow. Like, and it was one user who did a bunch. I was like, this girl was a stan of Chris and Becca. So sorry. Before Ben's season, do you regret not studying a map of the United States? I, I still couldn't. I, 
you could literally put a map in front of my face. And the only thing I could probably get right about Indiana is that I know it's not sideways, you know? Yeah. I still, to this day would say I could get humiliated. You know, you ever see those interviews where people are on the street and they'll like just stop someone random and they'll ask them something about geography. I like internally panic watching it, thinking what would happen if that was me. So I regret it then. And I, still regret not paying attention to geography. That might be what I, that might be my new like project I do on the side. Just learn, learn geography. Do like sporkle quizzes of different countries. Yeah. I just, I need, I, I need to be more educated on that. How dare you not know where Indiana is? I have a lot to educate myself on that, that being one of them. (laughs) Although it really made like bonded. I mean, from the the viewer's point of view, that was like, oh, like Jojo and Becca are like friends we're rooting for. I feel like, so it kind of worked in your advantage. It was a good clip. It's a good laugh to look back on it. Yeah. And I, I am glad that Jojo, we shared that together because we both looked dumb. We weren't alone in it. <laughs> um, do you regret not using the phone that you snuck in more? I mean, I used it enough. I didn't okay. feel like, I think Jojo emailed her dad at one point. So we, you know, we had like a few moments, but I, I still tried. I loved honestly not having my phone in the first season. Uh, Chris's season. I don't know why. I think there was like a something about like breaking the rule or something that I liked, but mostly we would just like listen to, we'd have headphones in like this and Jojo would have one ear and we just listen to music on Spotify. Um, and then I remember I messaged Caitlin Bristow and I was like, I don't think Ben's into me like compared to some of the other girls. And she was like, you know, it might just be that she, she was like, it could be that maybe the producers or don't want him to give you too much attention, you know? So yeah, unfortunately I, I was right. And she wasn't, but, That's kind of funny um, though. Really like you reached out to Caitlin kind of threw a, through a, through a thing out there. Like, I, I'm not really sure if this was a good idea. Yeah. I was just kind of like, cause Caitlin honestly was the first person I watched the season with her, her season and Ben got the limo. And I was like, Oh, who's that? He's so cute. And she, you know, was like, y'all would be perfect together. So her having gotten to know him, I felt like she, I, I wanted to reach out and be like, what's, what's he like if he likes you? <laughs> cause I don't think he likes me. Cause I don't think he likes me. I don't think you had any say in this, but do you regret having to enter separately on Ben's season versus getting to do a traditional limo entrance? I, when we, I had no idea. So when we pulled up and saw Chris Harrison out there, I was, I wanted to tell the limo driver, like turn back around and take me back. Like I am not doing this. I was so nervous. I instantly regretted everything. Like I, in my mind, when that happened, I thought like, what am I doing? I should have known they were going to do something like this. And um, when, he, when we got out and met Chris Harrison and he was like, all right, go in. Everyone's in there. I was just like, y'all are so mean. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to hate us. Yeah. They're going to hate me. Um, so yeah, I didn't have a say in that, but I did, I did have a lot of regret just in that moment of being like, what the heck am I doing? Do you regret being so open about being a virgin? Well, that was also kind of, I mean, it was my choice when I said it, but I did it in a way where I was trying to comfort Ashley. I, and just, she was crying because she had just told Chris that she was a virgin and I hadn't told anyone because I didn't want it to be like the focus. Mm -hmm. And I just casually was like, Oh, I'm a virgin too. And I just, 
totally forgot that there were cameras and a mic on me and they immediately called me into the interview room. And yeah, so I don't regret it in the sense that I, I think there was a lot of people who were able to relate to me in that, in that decision. And I never, I, I still to this day feel like if you make that decision for yourself, it's something you should be proud of and stand strong. in if that's what you want to do for yourself. So I think I have no regrets in the sense that I wanted people to be confident in that decision. And I wanted to show that, that what that looks like to be confident in making that decision for yourself. Um, so I, the only thing I regretted about it was that it became like such a focus on my, um, character. Right. Like it follows you within. And then for years, it's this weird thing of like, I should not be asking people anything about that, but it's like this weird conversation that it's what you're like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, I don't know. It's weird. And it was weird. Like I I remember going to places and people would come up to me like, are you still a virgin? And I was like, this is so weird. You know, like what a strange thing that I've opened up for people. But, um, I don't know. I, I think the conversation is important. And I think when you can do it in a way that says like, whatever decision you make for yourself, feel confident about it. Um, I think that was important. So, you know, no yeah. regrets on that. It is what it is, but that's, that's a staple in, in bachelor nation. Um, and <laughs> do you regret never going on bachelor in paradise or bachelor winter games? Um, I don't regret it. Uh, paradise. I have no regrets. I mean, I, it looks, it looks fun, but everyone that I talk to is like, it's so hot. Yeah. You're sweating. There's crabs everywhere. Like you'd barely sleep, which all those things sound like my nightmare. So I never felt regret about that. And I also think it would have been hard because when you're on the show, you become friends and then the show ends and you're still friends. Like that's like your core group of people. Cause you're navig, you're going through this like weird experience and then you go on another show with them. And then there's, there's another element of competition, but with even more people and more guys. And I think that would have been hard. And I, I, I felt like I would have gotten exhausted by that, like dynamic again. Um, and winter games, I think I just, I just wanted to go and play games. <laughs> I didn't want it to be like a love thing, you know, or like forced dating. And I didn't know who was going to be on there. And so I just, I considered it for the game aspect. And then I was like, you know what? I have no interest in love right now. So I'm not going to do that to myself. (laughs) I want them to bring that show back. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I thought it was a missed opportunity not to do it when the Olympics were on last summer. No. And why also, why, why is there not like, cause those competitions weren't really competitions, but like, why isn't there like a road rules challenge bachelor style? That is what I would love. I would love to go on that, but if they let Haley go. Yeah. What if if MTV called and let you guys do their, or if CBS, like the amazing race or like the, would you do that? The amazing race is like my dream. Really? I I didn't know that. I love the amazing race. And Haley and I, during uh, the pandemic, we would watch like old seasons. We like were obsessed and, um, and then Tanya and I had talked on the podcast oh, about God. me and her boyfriend, Robbie doing it together. Okay. So I was going to say, I don't know if you and Tanya different... would do well in the amazing race. No, no, no. And, and she, I, she initially got upset that she wasn't my first choice. And I was like, Tanya, we have to keep a friendship. Like I can't, I'm too competitive. I know this about myself and, and same with Haley. I would be like hesitant to do it with her because I'm like, we would have to do a lot of therapy before we would. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> but um, I love the amazing race. Any competition show I, I, I gravitate towards as long as they weren't going to make you date anyone, which they don't. And unless they're on yep. ABC, I feel like you don't necessarily have to date anyone. So I think we should get you on the challenge. Yeah. Thank you so much. I will be looking out for an email. <laughs> I will put in a, put in a good word. Um, all right. I'll let you go. I know you've got other, other things to do today, but anything new in the scrubbing in world that we need to know episodes still coming out every week, you and Tanya just covering yep. everything and anything. <laughs> everything and anything. And, um, we kind of do like, sometimes we do two episodes a week. Sometimes we do one. We're hoping to do like some live shows. I would love to do like a live event, you know? Um, so I would love, there's a lot of things I would love to do for scrubbing. in. so I think there's always conversations about those things. And, um, I'm looking into potentially starting, um, my own brand, whether it's clothing or beauty just in talks about that. So Mm. lots of exciting things and life is really good. I have, when you did the Macy's collab, the pink jacket with the red, Yeah, I have that and I wear it. And every time I wear it, people love it. So there you go. Wow. I really appreciate that. I love that. I love pink and red as a combo. I know it was a fun combination. My mom wore it on Valentine's day this year. And I was like, that is so cute. And I wear it basically any day, but Valentine's day. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) rocking it all the time. Well, if we ever got like fall weather here, I would rock it more too. Yeah. It's hot. All right. Well, thanks for taking time back. I always love talking to you and hopefully I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding right your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader